This episode is brought to you by Monkey Blood Design and Publishing. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. Imagine, create, play. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is a publisher of products for role-playing games from the theater of the mind glory days of the 70s and 80s to the in-depth rule systems of modern gaming. Monkey Blood Design and Publishing is also the home of the Gold Any Award winning The Midderland setting and its creator, Glenn Seal. Monkey Blood ships quality gaming products around the world from their UK web store, but you can also find their products on DriveThruRPG, Itch.io, and Redbubble. Not only do they offer high-quality gaming material, but if you need a piece of cartography, art, writing, or layout for your own project, Monkey Blood Design and Publishing can offer freelance services to help bring your own project to creation. So, if you want to buy some great RPG products or get help bringing your own to fruition, head on over to monkeyblooddesign.co.uk and get in touch. Let Monkey Blood Design and Publishing help you to imagine, create, and play. than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, I would like to, I would like to tell you about how to pulp up your D&D games. Or any kind of fantasy game. I mean, I know there's pulp games out there you can play. I love playing pulp. You know, usually in the in the genre it is. And the pulp genre can go like, you know, pulp uh, noun. In other words, pulp fantasy, pulp western, pulp noir, pulp adventure, pulp, you, you name it. So that means you can actually, you know... Add some of this to your game just to keep keep it lively if you like those kind of games. There's something along with the slower game, and you want to do some other, you know, if you want to do some other kind of feeling for the game. But I just wrote down a few things that I observed from watching movies and stuff, like I just watched Raiders of the Lost Ark for the umpteenth time. And it's 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 not really different, it just you know, they just lean into an, a different tone. Uh, first one is action lull. What I mean by that is if you look at movies like Raiders or The Mummy or something like that, they have a slower scene, and usually this is for Revelation. They have a slower scene like every, if they have a big set piece, they may have one or two lulls before the next before the next bout of action. And there's nothing wrong with slowing the game down a bit. You have to, you know, be aware of the pace. But you have action, lull, action, lull. That's my, like, talking about how I used to write them up with, uh, you know, cliffhanger, exposition, cliffhanger, ex- it's the same thing. But the, the exposition can be just a lull. They can find something out, research something, talk to somebody. The lull can even lead into an action scene, a small one or a large one. Another thing is, okay, you've got your standard fantasy trope with, you know, the big bad, and you got he's got all these minions, maybe cultists, and things like that. But as... As a bad guy, he should have minions and 
staff. And what I mean by that is usually at least a right-hand man, or as they call it, the dragon, his dragon. And sometimes defeating the dragon can be a little, can be more, can be more satisfying than beating, beating the bad guy itself. I mean, look at Star Wars. I mean, Darth Vader is the dragon to the emperor. So they're mainly going up against him. I was watching even the Dale Regis Flash Gordon and Ming had a second in command who would do a lot of his dirty work. So you got that. You may have a few other things like in Raiders, you got like the Nazis have, you know, the guys that run it. They also got staff, you know, staff officers, plus all these other minions, private, you know, soldiers. So it's just a little bit more structure, but, and maybe you can have like two or three dragons or whatever. Maybe you got a squad. Think of uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, David Lopin had the three storms, things like that. So you just add a little bit more to the bag and just give them a little bit more structure. And also, if you have random encounters, and I love random encounters, lean it towards the people. Lean it towards the NPCs. Um, and I'm not just saying you have to have a named NPC in each encounter. I'm just saying like, okay, if you have like cultists, uh, you would run into them more often. Maybe a, maybe they have a, 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 a protection squad that goes out and, you know, does stuff bidding for the, for the bad guy and things like that. I mean, you can have the encounter, the occasional like owlbear encounter or whatever encounter, because you're going to run into those things. But I'm just saying that you should have it more along the guy with a gun type of thing, you know, that uh, gives your gives your your party trouble, or the guy with the knife, and you know, so, or maybe an assassin or assassin squad or some ninjas or something like that. You know, throw those in and weight it more towards it. I'm going to recommend again the the first edition ADD Monster Manual 2 in the back, how to make random encounters. Because you can do that with this. You can weight them toward more towards the people section of it. Anyway, those are the three things I thought about to pulp up your dungeon and keep mix, keep it exciting. I, I and you know you I, I do with I try to do it with Hyperborea because you know yes it's Conan and you want to get that feeling but you want to keep the the action going because it is pulp fantasy. Anyway, I gotta go start my day. Take those words, heed those words, take those words to heart. Tell me how you're doing. And if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. Single donations go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognar, or my PayPal tip jar, paypal.me slash oldmangrognar. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John, Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For good pod- other good podcasters, Dan Griggs, the Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast, Daniel Orton's Bandits Keep Podcast, excellent podcast, uh, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.